One of my favorite ways to unwind is by playing a game on my phone while I relax on the couch. And June's Journey is my new favorite as it combines several of my favorite things, finding hidden items, decor and design, and solving a murder. In June's Journey, you dive into June's captivating quest to uncover a scandalous hidden family secret while discovering the truth behind the unexplained death of her sister. As you uncover clues, you also get to build your own island estate with expansive gardens and beautiful buildings. You get to collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. You get to chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. You'll even get the chance to play in a detective league to put your skills to the test. So can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This episode contains adult themes and is not appropriate for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, the world. This is They Will Kill, a true crime podcast. I'm Courtney Eck. And I'm Sadie Eck. And it's Sadie's Night Tonight on a Scorpio full moon. That's a scorpion tail. (laughs) I feel a little crazy. Do you guys feel a little crazy? I feel a little crazy. Yeah. (laughs) I know. We were just dishing before we started to record. And I was saying that my whole house has been crazy except for my three-year-old who is a Scorpio. Yeah. Couldn't be happier today. He sucked all the energy from the rest of us. (laughs) Yeah, he's got power coursing through his blood and his veins and hopefully this makes everyone feel better i'm really excited for it (laughs) well you know make you feel better in that weird sort of awful way i know that we'll never understand and that's why we keep doing it to try to understand it but we never will so here we are here we go why don't you tell us tell us a terrible tale this is the ding family murders on april 29th 2011 which happens to be the day Prince William and Kate Middleton were married. Oh. The Northampton police received a chilling 999 call at 3.32 p.m. During the 22nd recording, two young women can be heard screaming for their lives in the background mm. before the call is abruptly disconnected. Oh, God, that no. makes me want to vomit. Yeah, the audio could, I couldn't find any of the audio, which I don't think is a bad thing. Yeah. I don't think it's available. The 999 operator traced the call and dispatched police, but when they arrived, the occupants of the home were fine and said they had not called for help that day. What? That's even scarier somehow. Mm -hmm. Rather than retrace the call or use a more accurate mapping technology available to them, the control room supervisor logged the call as closed and everyone went about their day. Oh, no. Two days would pass before Jason Horsley decided to check on his neighbors, the Ding family, who lived in Pioneer Close, Wooten Fields neighborhood. The normally busy household had been unusually quiet for the past few days. In fact, he hadn't seen anyone come or go, and he wanted to be sure everyone was okay. I don't think they're okay. Mm -mm. When Jason knocked on the door, there was no answer. But when he peered through one of the windows, he could clearly see the legs of someone sticking out from under a blue velvet curtain. Oh my god. 
Jason said, quote, I rang the doorbell and they didn't answer. I called out their names, no response. I unbolted the gate and looked in the kitchen window. I could see like a brown gunk on the floor. At first, I thought it, a radiator had probably fallen off the wall. But then I looked harder and I noticed what looked like a leg. I ran Oof. straight back home and called police. Ugh. Yeah. When police arrived, they found 46-year-old Ji Fung, or known as Jeff Ding, his wife, 47-year-old Gua, she also went by Helen Chewy, both stabbed to death and hidden under the curtain in their kitchen. <sighs> Clearing the house, police ran upstairs. An officer let out a warning to two people in a bedroom before realizing, horrified, that they were two dead children. Ugh. <sighs> They had found the Ding's two daughters, 18-year-old Shing, or Nancy, and 12-year-old Alice, who had also been stabbed to death. Ugh. Alice was found on the bed, and Shing was found in a prayer position on the bedroom floor. Oh my god, this is such a nightmare. It's so awful. Gil Amos, a neighbor and friend of the family, said children who had been playing outside were, quote, sheltered in one of the back gardens as police and ambulances filled the cul-de-sac. Quote, every community will get a tragedy at some time, but it was like a nightmare, worse than any nightmare you could think of, she said. As the pieces of the puzzle fell into place, police quickly determined the 999 call that had been mishandled had come from Alice's phone. The two screaming girls heard on the call had been the sisters desperate for help as a madman tore through their home on a murderous rampage. Mm -mm. An autopsy would show that Ji Fung had been stabbed 23 times, <laughs> Gua 13 times, Shing 11 times, and Alice 4 times. Ah, the fuck. The killer managed to stab each person in the heart and lungs. Both Ji Fung and Shing had defensive wounds on their hands and arms, indicating they had tried to fight their attacker. <sighs> Ji Fung and Gua moved to the UK from China in the early 90s, where they both worked hard to build a life. They both graduated college with chemistry degrees and had their two daughters in their early years in Northampton. At the time of his death, Ji Fung was a senior lecturer at Manchester Metropolitan University's School of Chemical and Environmental Science. Wow. And also, I know it. And also owned a string of Chinese medicine shops. Gua taught Mandarin at Alice's school and was also a translator. She was known for being a wonderful mother and a hard worker. Xing and Alice were both outstanding students and talented violin players who toured Europe with the Northamptonshire Youth Orchestra. Shing had just accepted an offer from the University of Nottingham to study medicine in the fall. Ugh. One of her teachers, Sarah Dixon, said, quote, Shing was so bright and so much fun. She was a lovely girl. She was both a serious academic and an entertaining companion. She had so much going for her, which made it feel particularly galling that such a dreadful thing could happen to such a bright spirit. Yeah, right at the beginning of her life. Mm-hmm. The entire community was devastated by the brutal murders. It didn't seem possible that something so horrific could happen there. Xing's friends were granted special consideration during their A-level exams, and Xing was posthumously awarded top grades. Quote, The Dings were a very quiet family, very nice, said Jason Horsley, which was the neighbor who'd found the family. 
always polite, very pleasant. The children were lovely. It was difficult to think of something of this magnitude and so graphic had happened. Mm. Uh, when you look at pictures of this family, they're like hiking the mountains and full of smiles. And, you know, it's just one of those where you can look yeah. at them and be like, they loved each other very yep. much. Yeah, they were very happy. They were very successful. Yep. Smart, talented. Yep. Should still be alive. Yep. As police investigated the crime scene, they found a kitchen knife that did not match the other knives in the house next to the sink. They believed it was the murder weapon and that the killer had washed off the knife after the murders and left it on the counter. <sighs> they also found forensic evidence, including fingerprints, littered throughout the bloody house. I think one report I even, I don't know if I talk about it later, but like handprints and fingerprints all up the entire stairwell. Like, uh -huh. So he killed the parents downstairs and then went up to find the daughters and just left this trail of fucking Who terribleness. is this person? Money and the family's car were also missing from the house. Checking their records, they realized the police had been to the Ding home at eight in the morning the day they had been discovered. Really? Yes. So authorities had been checking on a missing man, Aksang Du, who had previous business relationships with Jifeng. The two had met when their wives became friends and eventually owned a Chinese medicine shop together with another man named Paul Delaney. Things between the two turned sour after Jifeng accused Du of stealing money. Mm. Du was even arrested but released without any charges being brought against him. Not looking good for Du. Yeah. Couldn't find a lot of details exact about what exactly happened, but stealing money, not good. No, no. After this incident, the Dews were forced out of the business. Three years later, Du decided to sue the Dings over the joint ownership, which would begin a long 10-year legal battle. Whoa. Mm -hmm. so, Holy shit. Yes. So Du stole money from the company he owned with the Dings. Uh-huh. And then he, Du, decided... They forced him out of their business, their part of the business, and then he decided three years later to sue them and then continued on for another, like, seven years Jesus, to try to take back his part of the business. Uh, that's a really, really long civil suit. That's crazy. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Right? Leading up to the murder, Dew had recently lost his last appeal and had been ordered to pay 88,000 pounds, which is about $122,000. Wow. In legal fees. Wow. Du's wife had reported him missing and told police he may have been on his way to confront Jifeng after brooding over his legal loss. Mm -hmm. Police had knocked on the door of the family home, but when no one answered, they slipped their business card through the mail slot and left. That's so creepy to think about. Mm-hmm. When they compared the fingerprints found at the crime scene to Du's, guess what? It was not dues. <laughs> they were dues. Oh, <laughs> no, what a shocker. Mm, no. On May 4th, five days after the Ding family was murdered, they named Du as their prime suspect, but thought they might be dealing with a murder-suicide. Mm -hmm. Despite this theory, they would begin the largest manhunt in the history of Northamptonshire, with more than 240 police officers deployed to try to track him down. As they worked to locate Du, they learned the night before the murder, he had been served with a, quote, freezing injunction obtained by their third partner, Paul Delaney. Uh-oh. This kept Du from selling his assets, including his house, 
which Du had been in the process of selling to a family member, so it wouldn't be considered an asset when he was made to pay his legal fees. Uh-huh. So Du's wife told police that he had been furious and brooded through the night. The next morning, he said goodbye to his wife. She would usually go to work with him, but stayed home that day to watch the royal wedding. <laughs> du went to his clinic where he worked as a Chinese medicine practitioner. He put a farewell note for his wife in the appointment book. Translated from Mandarin, it read, quote, best wishes or eternal blessing, and said, Qian Qian, which is the pet name for their son, will care about mum forever. Everyone has to say farewell one day. Oh, man, what a crappy farewell note. I know. <laughs> this guy is just crap. Yeah. And I'm sure it's a cultural thing, but if my wife was going to murder suicide and said best wishes, I would be mm -hmm. so mad. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. Don't best wishes me. <laughs> I'm no. your fucking wife. Everyone has to say farewell one day. Well, you know what? Do go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, you have so you have a certain amount of control over that, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially when you do this. Yeah. He then grabbed a knife he had at the shop and went to the Ding home. After the murders, police believed Do stayed in the home for up to six hours. No, no, no. Yes. It's so scary. This whole that. Oh God. Six hours. I don't like it. home invasion. No. Mm -mm. He then stole the family's car and drove to a nearby gas station where he bought a map of the area and a banana milkshake. What a fucking weirdo. This mm -hmm. guy is really tripping my weirdo mm -hmm. fucking stuff. <laughs> yes. They believed he then drove to Paul Delaney's home the other business partner, uh -huh. to confront and likely attack him too. But mm. when he wasn't home, he continued on to London. Oh my God, I have shivers. Can you imagine? I know. No. I know. I think that I, uh, Paul Delaney has passed, since passed, you know, he's yeah. died himself. But to be that guy, like, oh my God. I can't. So glad he wasn't home. I know. I think a lot about people who know that who like that radio rental episode where the girl doesn't let the serial killer in her house? Yes. Mm -hmm. You're the girl who didn't get killed by the serial killer? What? <laughs> it just got chilled. <laughs> no. Oh, so scary. Extremely scary. Yeah. As a car entered the Capitol, automatic license plate recognition cameras failed to detect the car. Do abandoned the Ding's car in St. John's Wood where it remained for 11 days and accrued nine parking tickets. <laughs> On April 30th, using his own passport, he bought a one-way ticket to Paris. This was also the day his wife reported him missing, but he was already out of the country. He does not care about covering up his crimes. Not even mm -mm. a little bit. Deuce Trail went cold after he fled to Paris. It would take more than 14 months before he was found. Holy shit. I know. Quote, I find that unforgivable, said Glenn Timmons, which I think is adorable. It's He's the very... now retired detective superintendent who initially investigated the case. Quote, I cannot ever reconcile myself with the murder of those two girls. I can understand how adults fall out. I can understand how things get out of hand in the spur of the moment. I've dealt with all that kind of thing. But the murder of those two girls in their bedroom, helpless, it beggars belief. It's something that will be on my mind forever. I'll never forget it, and it'll go with me for the rest of my life. Yep. Police released CCTV footage of Dew from the day of the murder, hoping more witnesses would lead them to their suspect. 
And this CCTV footage is just like, he's sort of an older man. He's, Mm -hmm. you know, in his fifties, small Mm -hmm. and just sort of shuffly. And they show him like getting on the, the bus and shuffling around. And it, it just like so unassuming. It's so scary. That's way scarier, way scarier. It also explains why he needed to take six hours to recover and then get his fucking Nana shake so that he didn't <laughs> get a damn Charlie horse while he was trying to kill his other business partner. Totally. You know, that's like, a good mm, point. Yes. You need to get some fucking potassium. Try to get a smoothie on the way, you fucking creeper. Mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Yes. So creepy. So creepy. Yep. Like asking people where the neighborhood was, like how no. to get there. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my. Of course, nightmare. they told him. Like, of course, they would tell this like kindly looking older of course. man. Yeah, they're like he's their uncle or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mm-mm. right. He was also featured on the BBC show Crime Watch Daily because it took two days to discover the family. Do had a large head start, and the police struggled to catch up. Mm-hmm. Quote from the outset: We were days behind. Were calls Timmons. It was like crawling through mud. <sighs> They also expanded their search internationally with the help of Interpol and the Serious Organized Crime Agency. Nice. Tips started to flood in, but it would take time to get through them all. They would question more than 400 people thought to be due, and nine were arrested, but turned out not to be their suspect. (laughs) Oh no, man. (laughs) I think some of those arrests might have also been people they thought were connected with him. Uh Um, So I don't know that all nine were thought to be due, but weren't. That would be pretty fucking tragic and super <laughs> embarrassing to arrest be nine so dues. dues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when authorities received a tip from a construction worker who believed they worked with Dew in Morocco, they decided to fly to Spain and ask the Moroccan authorities to interview Dew. He was found living in a partially built block of flats, sleeping on a makeshift bed, and using a small gas stove to cook meals. Man. Workers took pity on Dew, who was described as, quote, scruffy looking and only had plastic sandals to wear at the construction site. They would often bring him food, trying to help him any way they could. When police confronted him with the evidence they had, he couldn't deny his involvement in the murders and admitted to everything. Wow. He was extradited back to the UK, where he would stand trial. Dew would go on to tell police and later a psychiatrist that he had been terribly depressed about losing his court battle. It's hard. It's hard mm-hmm. when you have to it's take really sad. take it responsibility for your actions. It's right really, the court battle that sad. you put yourself into. Yeah, and but you kept Sadie, appealing. <laughs> you sh- he should have won it, and then he would have felt really happy and not sad. Mm-hmm. Right. When he received the freeze on his assets, it pushed him over the edge. When he arrived at the Ding home, Ji Feng saw him coming through the kitchen window. He thought Du was coming to confront him about their legal dispute, but had no idea the deadly intent behind Du's visit. No, God. It's like if anybody in my life came up to the window and even if we had falling out, had bad blood. Right. You know, I don't know anybody. There's nobody in my life that I would consider capable of that. You no, know, of course maybe, not. They maybe some in your life. weirdos from high school or something, but... Even yeah. then, no. Like, the dude who comes up and wants to sell me windows or whatever, I just, like, no, go away. I'm not thinking, like... I mean, sometimes I think that, but that's because I do 
too many murder stories, but right, you know, like you don't really think anybody's going to come to your house and kill you and your like whole entire family. No, right? We would never be able to open our doors to anybody ever again. Well, it's unfathomable. It's like you can come at me and be super pissed off, and then like fucking sue me again. That's really stressful. That sucks. That's really mm-hmm. uncool. But mm-hmm. to be able to get that mad that you think you have to kill a whole, like one person, your business mm-hmm. partner, let alone his children. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's so fucked up. Yep. Du demanded money from Ji Feng before pulling the knife hidden in his backpack and attacking him in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like this kind of old man's backpack. It, yeah. I, the images really skeezed me out. Yeah. I think just because he's so unassuming. Um, yeah. You know, it, and then he'd like pull the knife out of your backpack. Ugh. Well, because it makes me think that he had to have such a crazy rage inside of him that was he was able to pull that off. Yes. You know, like when somebody gets adrenaline or when you're watching a horror movie and the guy switches and the evil guy comes mm-hmm. out, that's what I'm picturing. For mm-hmm. him to be able to terrorize that's... and brutally murder four people mm-hmm. with his mm-hmm. old man knife out of his old man backpack, that's scary. Mm-hmm. So Not so that I think that people scary. in their 50s are old, just so you know, but I'm just picturing well, it's older because it's mm-hmm. scarier. Yes. <laughs> so during the struggle, Gua came into the room to try to help Du then turned on her and began attacking. Mm. Once Ji Feng and Gua were on the floor, he could hear the girls, who no doubt heard their parents being murdered downstairs, Mm-mm. screaming. Mm-mm. He then decided to attack them as well. Xing died fighting, trying to protect her little sister. Mm-hmm. It's going to make me cry. Yeah. When he moved to attack Alice, she did not fight, but laid on her bed, curled up in the fetal position. He stabbed her four times and let her bleed to death on her bed. He said she did not try to struggle. Jesus. When he was finished brutally murdering this lovely family, he washed his hands and the knife, stole some money from the home, and then decided to take a nap. I don't like it. Mm Mm-mm. After sleeping in the Ding's home for a few hours, he stole their car and fled the country. I really, really don't like it. It's very unsettling. Yes. And the fact that the 999 call just happened to be mismapped. Yeah. I know. Like, right. They, they, they could have found him right then. They could right. have gotten there. And potentially it seems very Alice. unlikely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, every, you know, the coroner's reports and all of the experts said that it was super unlikely that any of the members of the family would have been saved had they been found right um and then they all were stabbed in their their act like their hearts right so um but still yeah you could go and just go ahead and catch her you know capture him right away (laughs) yeah just save yourself fuck ton of resources yeah find the napping asshole sleeping on the couch oh fucking no by the time the Ding family was found, Du had traveled through France and Spain and then took a ferry to Morocco. As he moved through Morocco, he was arrested near the border of Algeria. Authorities believed he was in the country illegally, but when they were unable to identify him, he was a re- he was released. Wow. Which, coming from you know, like our fucking bullshit border patrol. Right? Could you imagine being like, well, I can't identify you, so go ahead. Yeah. Bye. Can I see your ID? I don't think you're supposed to be here. Um, I don't have it. 
Okay. Oh, shit. Okay, you're free to go. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, we weren't prepared for that. Uh, You can just go. (laughs) Yeah, very easy. (laughs) I wish it was that way. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not. Nope. He then worked odd jobs and relied on the kindness of strangers to get him through the next year. Kindness, Mm. he's never returned. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Dew's trial began in November of 2013. His defense team, hoping for a manslaughter conviction, relied on the diminished responsibility defense, blaming his depression for his terrible actions. Depressed people don't just snap and kill entire families. No. Almost never. No. no, I, yeah. It's not a thing. <laughs> no, I don't, like, not depression. No. No. The prosecution rejected this claim, saying while Dew may have had depression, the murders were simply an act of revenge. Yep. The lead prosecutor described Du as a, quote, man on a mission, saying, quote, this was considered an act of revenge executed in an unbelievably calm and cold-blooded manner. He planned to kill. He intended to kill. He did kill four times. Mm-hmm. The jury saw CCTV footage that showed Du casually wandering around the bus station as he asked the attendants how to get to the neighborhood where the Ding family lived. It clearly showed him wearing his backpack that hid the knife inside. They also heard the terrible 999 call, causing multiple jury members to wipe tears from their eyes. Hmm. They heard testimony from one of Alice's school friends and neighbor who saw a strange man outside the Ding home on the day of the murders. She told her dad who went out and saw the man but believed him to be family and told his daughter to play away from the house. Neither one of them noticed any blood on his clothes, but said that his beige jacket he had been wearing was, quote, buttoned up to the neck. She would tell her father a few days later, after the family was discovered, that she had heard a, quote, shriek that same day, but at the time didn't know if it was someone in distress or having fun. Mm -hmm. She had peered through a hole in the fence to look at the ding home after hearing the noise, but didn't see anything out of the ordinary. Oh, boy, boy. No, that poor girl. Poor kid. The trial lasted just under two weeks, and the jury of eight women and four men took just over three hours to find Axang Du guilty of murder on all four counts. Yeah, no big fucking surprise. I know, right? During the sentencing hearing, the court judge told Du, quote, These were cold-blooded murders, which in my judgment were premeditated and were considered acts of revenge. You did not lose your self-control in killing Jeff Ding. In effect, you executed the man you hated. Mm -hmm. He continues, The psychological and emotional impact of the destruction of the entire Ding family upon Ji Feng and Helen Ding's parents and the rest of their families had been truly devastating. I have observed the dignified way in which you have conducted yourselves throughout this trial, which must have been truly horrendous for you in a way that the rest of us cannot understand. Can you imagine? I would rip him to shreds. No, no, I I can't imagine. I would do crazy things, terrible, terrible, crazy things to anybody and all things. And no, 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 (sighs) just... mm. I know nothing I can say will assuage the pain of the deaths of your sister, daughter, and family. I just hope at least the fact that the man responsible for the deaths has been brought to justice will provide you with some closure over these terrible events. Dew was then sentenced to 40 years to life in prison. It's very unlikely he will ever leave prison alive. Yeah, let's fucking hope not. Yep. 
Gua's father, Zhu Yao, who sat at the back of the courtroom every day of the trial listening to proceedings through a translator, said his daughter had been, quote, a good mother, a good wife, and she taught the two girls very well, and said hearing the evidence in the court had been, quote, like a knife to the body. Quote, when the two families heard about this, it was like the whole sky has fallen down, he said. We all cried together. Mm-hmm. Although it's very unlikely the family would have been saved if the 999 call had been handled appropriately, the what-ifs will always haunt the Dings family's loved ones. No doubt. And that is the Ding family murder. That is a, that is a <laughs> full-blown fucking horror show, dude. That is so, so, so sad. Mm -hmm. I just cannot, I can't imagine being one of their loved ones and thinking about what they went through. I'd like, I don't think you could ever, ever get anywhere over that. Like that, I don't know. It's, Mm -hmm. (sighs) I think that's the hardest part about death and grief is the guilt and the this just weird feeling like I should have protected them. You know, I think it's Mm -hmm. just that is the thing that rises to the surface the most under normal circumstances, even, you know, right. But under these extreme circumstances, I don't know how your brain and your heart and your fucking soul processes something like that. Yeah. I don't know either. Those poor people. I know. And not, I mean, I couldn't find much about his background, but it just seemed like very ordinary you know, dudes. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like you're a dude, like you're doing stuff. killing you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Yes. Yeah. It's like, exactly what it feels like. Like our, what your insurance adjuster. <laughs> yes. And the fact that that rage lived inside of him in that way is so scary. Yeah. It's like, yep. uh, he's what's the DBK, BDK, TDT. Why can I not B-T-K. think of TK? Thank you. God. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Your brain just break. Yeah. BTK. Yeah. Exactly like that. Yeah. Yeah, Like the the fucking father of the year. Yeah. I don't like that Mm -hmm. at all. That's really bad. It's really, really bad. No. I mean, he stabbed the family over 50 times. That's not just the revenge. That's dark. Like dark, dark, dark. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't just use a gun and move on with his day. He Mm -hmm. languished in it. Oh God! And then napped there. Took a nap before getting his nana shake. Well, that's just because his old ass bones are like, oh God. Yeah, man. It's like we've said before. It's really too bad that you don't get monster face if you're a monster. Seriously, you know. Yeah. Maybe we'll figure that out. Maybe genetically. Uh, this is not at all problematic. What I'm about to propose. <laughs> We can figure out how to like tie that to people's genetics so that if you are predisposed <laughs> to extreme violence and sociopathy, <laughs> gonna have a monster face. It's gonna be real obvious. Yeah. AI that shit. What was that movie called? The with Tom Cruise. Yeah, exactly. They Minority Report. The, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, Convicting watch. people of crimes they have yet to commit, but probably will. Exactly. Give Thought. a just give a monster face. Whatever that means. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It will never go yeah, wrong. They won't find no. reasons to ways to fuck that up. No, there will never be a movie made about the monster-faced person that's really good in their soul, but needs to Get figure f- out a way to break through their 
monster face <laughs> i just watched that movie this weekend have you ever seen the movie freaks it's like a lesser kind of it's sci-fi horror it's like a mill sort of meal hirsch and the parents like are freaks they're they have special powers and the government no, has I don't think i have um two movies i watched this weekend i'm like i've definitely have never seen these movies and i no shit like the very last fucking frame of the movie i was like oh yeah i totally have seen this before <laughs> it's pretty good it's been a, done a million times but i thought maybe it wouldn't be different it wasn't but it's still so funny yeah if you like stuff like that and they're like well the daughter we gotta save the mom and uh, the government's gonna get her and whatever um yeah it's pretty good I was, I've been thinking about how you and I both have this ability to like watch something or read something or whatever. Yeah. And then it's just immediately out of our brains. Yeah. Uh, it became clear or the normal after our last episode, the one that you did, what's their name? See, I oh, can't even Leonard, remember. Yeah. Leonard yeah. Lake and Charles Ng. Yeah. Right. And everybody, not everybody. A lot of people are like, oh my God, you guys, hello. It's yeah. Like, so popular. And I'm like, well, maybe, maybe. but not in my brain. Yeah. But I'm, I do. Th- I think our our differentiation with that one, just to be clear, and a lot of people were like, "Yeah, I've heard of them," and it did like tingle my senses. I've definitely sure. not not ever heard of them, but the fact that they're not like Ted Bundy level or DBK right. or TDK or LT right seats down system, <laughs> um, right. which is it got wrong too. Level famous is what we were referring yes. to. Like they should Maybe be just that. Not every single podcast has already covered it. Like they do exactly. so many of them. Right. right. Precisely. Yes. But yeah. And I did. I loved American Justice. That's what other people were saying. They did an American Justice show about it. And yeah. I did. I loved watching that show, whether, but that was like 20 years ago. Right. Anyway. Right. So anyway, yeah. I just, I, for me, I think it's a lot about how I can totally absorb something and be like totally in it one minute and then give me a year and i'm like i never saw that movie (laughs) totally it's funny though because with true crime i don't remember names i'm really really bad with names Mm -hmm. even like on our patreon hangout party people would be like uh what about you know jennifer wilson or whatever and i'd be like oh who's that i don't know that case they're like uh you covered it It was like episode 13 oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm not trying to be disrespectful i am really bad with names but i can remember details of cases yeah for sure for sure yes yeah me too anyway speaking of names let's do it uh you guys every time we think they're dead you fucking fire hose me right in the mouth hole (laughs) and i love it let's see what we got going on this week i gotta go back i don't know why i keep every single thing i need to keep track of on one notes page one <laughs> i mean yeah, like you can delete it and start it again i could just like start folder no i just put i mean like mm-hmm. the hashtags that we use are on here uh <laughs> stuff i need to remember for work is it's the fucking all on the system. same page yes one notes it is like one page in within notes i just open notes oh and God. then i scroll around on this five thousand paragraph notes page oh, that's really tricky <laughs> yeah it's my it's the way to do it okay so <laughs> i don't know why we can't remember anything <laughs> courtney with her seven miles of notes <laughs> I'm like oh uh that sounds familiar let me refer to my filing system 
scroll scroll every scroll, episode scroll, you've scroll, ever scroll, written scroll, is scroll, scroll, all scroll, scroll. that Dude. you do it by hand on your phone <laughs> i have like my grocery list is on here underneath like <laughs> things that i write down to remind me to tie like dip t- dip You're shit t-shirt me. that it says wow. king pillows two blankets bathroom stuff right under dip shit t-shirt then there's some random <laughs> uh measurements 20 and a half by 26 and a half that referred to something oh my god yeah rake stuff for fence two doormats porch plates Uh -uh, uh -uh. yeah Mm -mm. nope it's time to start opening up (laughs) your notes for your new thoughts (laughs) if anybody needs the wiring instructions for meridian title corp that's right below that okay so um moxie marlin spike Woo! That may or may not. I saw that one. Well, it came from your husband, actually. I think he said it to me directly. And he said this may or may not be a pseudonym, but it was on a blog. Let's just go with real. Yeah, because I have fucking rules. Say it again. Moxie Marlin Spike. (laughs) And we know a Moxie. We do have a friend who named their baby Moxie. So there's a really good chance that Moxie Marlin Spike is a real fucking person. I hope so. Um... (laughs) This person is an agent of some kind, I think real estate agent, but his name is Bob Double and then comma agent is how is like his <laughs> signature line. So Bob Double agent. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. This person, I'm assuming you pronounce his name, Nick Mashiter, but it looks and in the UK would be perceived as Nick Mashitter. <laughs> Don't steal Mashitter. Don't nick it. Um, these two names have been confirmed as real. These came from a co op sign up list, I think. Charity Burger. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Sticker Delight. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> I don't. I, this world just gets beautifuler and beautifuler mm-hmm. um i think you sent me this one this morning harry william balls <laughs> b-a-a-l-s harry balls harry balls the mayor of fort wayne right yeah like in the 50s oh my god um uh. a film actor named thomas edwin mix which is a great name uh somebody said they said just like the entire lineage of this family but basically there were the guns and then there were the mixes so thomas mix was an american film actor uh and they said our close friends were called the guns a gun son married a mixed daughter and her name was then thomasina gun which makes her a tommy gun (laughs) which is so cute um and then this has also been confirmed dick chop who is a vasectomy specialist oh shut (laughs) (laughs) he had no choice love it he had no (laughs) choice in the matter and that's all i got that's good that's good enough (laughs) (laughs) sticker delight Uh. it's like i found out that Billie Eilish's middle name is Pirate because they let Phineas pick. <laughs> he picked mm-hmm. Pirate. Sick or Delight feels like that to me. Like, you let, your, you let your kid pick your other kid's name and they're like, Sicker Delight. I Like when I wanted to name our cats 
balloon and rainbow and there were two black cats and i was like well <laughs> black balloon <laughs> right <laughs> duh duh <laughs> Uh, my uh, oldest child named our dog B, and I was so grateful that mm. he picked like a mm. really cute, yeah, reasonable name when, and he stuck to it. You know, when we picked her out as a puppy, and it was always going to be B. But it, brought but her home, and if he had picked balloon or rainbow or sticker delight, would you have with a straight face like brought? balloon to the vet and registered her as balloon <laughs> we never promised him he could name her it uh-huh. wasn't like you can name her what you ever whatever you want he just that was the name he wanted for uh-huh. her and we really liked it but if you had if promised had... him and he had picked balloon would yeah, you i think so you'd have a balloon i would definitely right, yeah. have a balloon why not yeah yeah well i know but then i think about our next dog harvey you're right I think that he also tried to pick Harvey's name. I don't remember off the top of my head. Oh, yeah. I think Scallop was on the Definitely list Scallop. <laughs> because he's sort of Scallop colored. <laughs> and I decided not to name him Scallop, and now I regret it. I wish we had a bee and a, a scallop. scallop. <laughs> I wish he had a balloon and a scallop. Yeah. <laughs> I always try to name animals, like, sounds and things, and Laura is not having it. <laughs> like dollop like i wanted to name bill dollop because he is one <laughs> he's just a fucking dollop which is, no dot i wanted to name him dot no <laughs> speck is my all-time favorite name from my all-time favorite movie Pee-wee's big right. adventure but it's already been done so i couldn't call him speck but he would be a really good speck he's a pretty good bill He's an excellent Bill. He's such a fucking Bill. Like, he really is. Like, we we called him Bill before we got him, and then he showed up, and we're like, yeah, dude, he is a Bill. He's just... <laughs> Bill. He is a Bill. He's like your insurance agent. <laughs> Has a pug. Tiny, tiny, tiny pug. Um, oh. Speaking of names... Yeah, some shouty outies. Yeah, let's let people have them. Have their moment in the shun. Right. In the shun. I still do. I really feel bad about our early patri- pra- patrons. And if you want me to try it again, because at the beginning we were just like, yeah, Lisa, <laughs> P. It's what they get for believing in us from the get Right, exactly. <laughs> Signing up with three Patreon fucking episodes. They get this uh-huh. Or zero. Yeah, we had exactly. multiple people sign up when we weren't giving them shit. We did, <laughs> just trying our best. We really did, and then they got the <laughs> shittiest, lamest recognition. I will like write I you a fucking poem if you want me to try it again. So if you <laughs> feel left out, poofus, poofus, home of my poofus. <laughs> yes, how it goes. I know, but it is now. <laughs> Izzy, who are early ones? Aaron definitely gets a poem. Uh, Belly yeah. Bones. Belly Bones was an early one, right? She was like number two or three. Don't know for sure. I'm pretty sure. I got. I, I see you, people. Yeah, I'll bring it back around. That's right. I know. Yeah, like Isabel V V. I can think mm-hmm. of some of them. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Have to go back. Crystal. Mm-hmm. 
But see, now we're making the ones that we can't remember off the top of our heads. Well, so though, I think those are seriously like the first five. You're going to definitely remember your first five patrons. Anyway. Yes. Anyway. Who are our, our 107th, our... 108th, and 109th? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much to Denasia. Okay. That name is like Sorian. Like if your name is Denasia, assuming that's how it's pronounced, if it's not, please let us know. Yep. You probably have a fucking kingdom. You have an island at the very least. You have Mm -hmm. cloud friends. Yes. That bring you things and also fight on your behalf, but you don't need Mm -hmm. them to because you're the strongest warrior of the island slash Mm -hmm. kingdom. Yes. Right? Yep. I'm thinking of like the Wonder Woman tribe. Right. But just all in one person. Exactly right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Gorgeous name. Thank you so much to Andrea H. Andrea. Hey, my name's Andrea. Andrea H. (laughs) And what am I doing here, you ask? Uh, I was just about to cash this million dollar check. And what am I going to do with that million dollars? Probably give some of it to people who need it. Probably uh, invent something. And also (laughs) probably um, be fashionable. (laughs) <laughs> round out my fashion those are the things i'm interested in <laughs> like what else do you need <laughs> uh that's all we have for oh good oh, no i, spent, I know it's the I, end of the month i fucking spent all my energy on andrea h there so <laughs> that's good because i just we had other people sign up but just like drop out feeling your energy just yeah i appreciate wing. it it's a lot <laughs> the scorpio full moon <laughs> Right in the fucking yeah. mind and emotions. I know it. I These know. Scorpios, man, you take it to the limit. Tell me about it. Oof. Best. Oof. Like, we're too busy being sexy. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it, Courtney. Catch up. Mm-hmm. Try to fucking... Ca- I can't. I'm a mm-hmm. cat. I'm a, fu- I'm a full-blown cat. I just like to like roar and then lay down about it i'm totally do like that's my personality <laughs> god you know what i mean me like yeah. in a nice way but i'm like oh, i gotta do all million things and then i oh, lay down i <laughs> just <laughs> gotta lay down real hard <laughs> it's time to go nine eight <laughs> i hate bananas see- though it's my least favorite food <laughs> yeah you can it really potassium is. in another way a potato shake <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for coming every week and thank you for your support and your love. And this year continues to be fucked up, but also miraculous because of you. And I truly sincerely mean that with every fucking bone in my body. Fuck yeah. Especially right now. It's so nice when you guys send us nice notes. I can't, I just, I love it. And Mm -hmm. come and see us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at they will kill you can go to our website, theywillkill.com, and you can email us, which a lot of you do very frequently, at theywillkillpodcast at gmail.com. Rate, review, subscribe. Oh my god, did you see our two new reviews? <sighs> yeah, I did. So sweet. Like, oh my god. speaking, basically, if you took my notes app page and put it in a <laughs> review, those were the last two reviews. They were fucking paragraphs. So nice. Yeah, so nice. So detailed. We really appreciate it so much. Yeah. Endlessly. Yeah, so much. What else? Thank you, AJ oh, Burger Hands, for our music. <laughs> your babies are getting sued, but your music is cool. <laughs> 
And your babies are cool too. But they still get get the suiting. Yeah, suit cool people get sued all the time. Including yeah, your babies. <laughs> uh and remember sue the cool babies. Just because you're cool doesn't mean you can't get sued. That's what I always say. No, don't sue me. I'm cool. Doesn't matter. Too bad. Fair game. Cools get sued, too. That's going to be my t-shirt. Cools (laughs) get sued, too. Oh, man. We love you guys. We love you so much, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.